welcome to this week's episode of Let's Talk Business. I'm Mr. Clean, hosting with the Hitman. Hey, everybody. Hope all is okay. Hope all is good. We have Survivor Series on the way. We had AEW, Full Gear as well. Yeah, it's been it's been a eventful week. We have some news for Ollie Anderson as well, which is good. You know, listening listening to some Arn Anderson, some Jim Cornette, some Vinny Roo. Hey, Vinny. Yeah. Hey, Vinny. <laughs> I've been good. Having a good week, good weekend. Finally watched the James Bond film. How'd you find it? It's good. Yeah, definitely. I won't. I won't talk about it too much because it's spoilers. And you, yeah, of course. Want to go and see it? So yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely worth going to see it. It's a long one. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. It's almost three hours, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. It keeps you keeps you gripped. Are you yeah. now going to go and see Quantum of Solace and um, the, the the English one, the one in London? Yeah, I need. I do need to catch up with those. Actually, it probably would have been better if I'd have saw that, seen them before. I did tell you that, though. No, I know, and I was planning to, but I just didn't get round to catch up. Obviously, I've seen Casino Royale before, and I watched mm. that one fairly recently. Mm. So, but yeah, I didn't get round to catching the other two. Was it three? Wasn't it? It was yeah, three. Because yeah, yeah. you got Quantum of Solace, which is the one afterwards. Mm-hmm. You got the one that's in London. Skyfall. Which one that is? Skyfall. No, no, you got Skyfall, and then you got and the one with Batista. You got Batista one, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I will. Yeah, I will get around to watching. But yeah, it probably would have been better because there's been stuff that was relevant in this one from the previous. Mm. If you've seen them all, then yeah. Yeah. I, I've seen all of them apart from Batista's one. I've seen mm. parts of Batista's one. Yeah. But not all of it. But all I know is that Quantum is like he's probably at his most ruthless. Like he mm. thought he was crazy in Casino Royale. Quantum is like, oh gosh, he's a killer. <laughs> he's a nutcase. Yeah. I will. Yeah. I'll, Pierce, I'll catch that. Pierce was nothing like him. Again, no. You know what? I've actually, I, I can actually admit, I've come to appreciate Daniel Craig for a long time. Like I said last week, I just didn't. I was like, nope, Pierce, 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 Pierce. Mm. But yeah, Pierce has style. I don't know. Pierce is, is stylish. He's also he's cool. He kind of has like a certain charm about him. But with Daniel Craig, it's like, okay, I'm a, you know, I'm a kick ass, I'm a badass sort of thing. He has a certain charm about him, but he's, he's a butch. He's a muscular guy. Where Pierce has always been like this scrawny, skinny, you know, yeah. So yeah. But yeah, then you create you you, you convince me, you convince me. Here's to you. Obviously, obviously, I know it's his last film in there. Yeah, exactly. It's just, yeah. It's just one time. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's his last Wait, film. Isn't it all the way? Is it like JBL's WWE title reign? You find it like he's, he's a bona fide <laughs> champion and oh, he's dropped it. I told you, no way out. When when he, when he when uh, he he beat Big Show, mm. I was like, damn, this guy keeps winning. All right, fine. No, it's fair enough. Yeah. And then the thing I know, he beat Johnson the Beatles. Oh, bastard. You get it? Yeah. So, yeah. So, and like I said, I remember that cage match thinking, Bishop's going to win. He's going to win. He has to win. He has to win. He has to win. Chokeslam right through. Did he chokeslam him? I think it was. I think he chokeslam him. And then being like, yeah. Bishop's about to leave. It's like, and also, you just hear the, yeah. You just hear, yeah, you just hear the bell ring. So, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he's out. He's pulled yeah. out through the yeah, wreckage. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah. That, that, yeah, that was then. That was that was WWE then. Yeah, now it's like we have Mr. Roman Reigns, we have Mr. Biggie, we have a uh, Mr. Chef Rollins, we have the man's man Becky Lynch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what can you do? You know what they need? They need Christian. <laughs> they need Christian Cage. They, they need. Had him. They had him. I know, but they, they, they didn't make him WWE champion. Okay. You, that, you think that would turn that would turn business around? That turn everything around? Yeah, Christian, yeah. just give Christian the belt. That's, <laughs> I think all the all the problems that you have with with wrestling, it's Christian not being the champion. 
Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner. Mm -hmm. Even you love his promos. You love his promos. I mean, I don't know. I love his promos. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, 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 he was entire. I was more about his aura and his. Mm. Uh, yeah, not, not so much his promo. His promos were, I know he did wacky ones. Yeah. But I mean, he's his biggest selling point, like when he was in WCW, Big Papa Pump. Oh, yeah. And he's like, really? Yeah. Well, no, after the buff, like when he got more. Oh, when he had uh, uh, Medeja, Medeja. When he's more serious, that's the thing. I mean, but mm. even, I mean, that there was that. It was that match he had with Booker T at Spring Stampede '99? Yeah, and I he chased off through the crowd. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was like really, you felt like so you made it he literally. I, I see that was a legit. Really, one I love it. it didn't make you like yeah. you wow. Well. <laughs> just it was the intensity of it. it was like that's poor Brock Lesnar. You know, like he, yeah, he yeah. had the aura about him. Don't mess with him for real. Mm. And he can make you believe. And obviously, yeah, you know, the moveset. It's it's so funny because say Bron Breaker is is like a, a throwback of Scott Steiner. Yeah. In so many ways, yeah, like the way, the way he wrestles, the, the way he looks. Mm. Obviously, you can see the family resemblance. The way he talks as well. He was he mm. was like Scott. Yeah. I think. Are you sure? Are you, are you sure? Are you sure Scott's not your dad? <laughs> <laughs> but then again, when I look at him, okay, I can see Rick. You can see Rick, Rick in him as well. Yeah, that's yeah. something. It's a strong family resemblance to the Steiners. He's definitely he's definitely mm. a Steiner. And yeah. you can just yeah, there's just that. He's almost like a second coming of Scott, yeah. Scott Steiner. Who say, obviously, in later years, it was he was slowed down in in his style. He was still, you know, still big big suplexes. He was still very mobile. It's not as mm. as sort of revolutionary as he was in the early like late eighties, early nineties. Do you know why he was slowed down? Mm. I remember doing some research, and he said about how he had like this uh, foot injury, not gout. Um, oh yeah, that was <sighs> yeah towards yeah yeah. Not gout. Uh, I forgot what it's called now. It's like it's like a, it's when you have like flat foot. Mm. I forgot it's called, but it's when you have a flat foot. But basically, it's about how yeah. his ankle and his foot basically it's like it's it's permanently like damaged, isn't it? Yeah. So it's about how if you watch basically in the two thousand onwards, you can see that the wrestling the wrestling that he did changed a lot from before then. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. You definitely see a difference. Yeah, he was so, definitely yeah his injuries and he had back problems as well, didn't he? I think from yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So that's that's the thing. I'm mean, slowing down. He still he was still good. That's the thing. I oh yeah, Steiner was good, and yeah, you know, mm. obviously, but yeah, he he had the, the stuff with Triple H that kind of killed off his yeah. WWE run, and then it was like yeah, it was never the same for him after that. But he, but he I mean, you before know, that, yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. You know what's kind of weird though? Because I remember we went TNA, mm. and I thought, okay, you know what? Maybe you might see him as an like NWA champion or something. But it's like he went there again. I like Jeff Chat from the wrong, but it's like. Any kind of big guy who came there, Jeff Jackson just put him like in his group, like his kind of giant group and stuff like that. So it's like, okay. <sighs> you know what I mean? Mm. So it's like, it's like Scott Sander never had the opportunity to. And I think there was a period basically where we thought he might be able to. He fought Kurt Angle and it was just like, yeah, it's like him versus Triple H again. You could just see it's like, yeah, no good. Mm. But bless him, you know what I mean? Bless him. Yeah. But um, before I forget, mm. <clears throat> What's your what's your thoughts on Matt Morgan? Or what was your thoughts on Matt Morgan at one point? It's, it's hard. I did. I, did, I remember thinking of Lucky's, I mean, Lucky's TNA days. The blueprint. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Yeah, I thought he was good. I liked him. Uh, I'm trying to sort of have a... Because I did... Obviously, I paid attention to a bit of TNA around that time when he was yeah. one of the main guys. You could see, you know, you felt like he was going to be there, but, yeah, one of their big... Oh yeah, big stars. I mean, that's a, yeah, mm -hmm. it was good. It's probably something you can't really quite put your finger on, like why he didn't 
didn't make. I mean, he had the size, he had the moves. You know, it was though. I think maybe it's his problems because I felt like when he used to talk, example, mm. he would talk very, very fast. So it says, you know what? Uh, I give example. Say, so would say, uh, I don't like Eric Bischoff, but you know what, Eric Bischoff, you suck. You know what, Eric Bischoff, there's some people like you, Eric Bischoff. It's like you kind of had that. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like that's too fast, too fast, too fast, too fast. It's mm. like a nervous tick sort of thing. But I think I don't think he was nervous. I just think it's just how he just talked in it. But yeah. he, like, he came across like he was always nervous. And when you watched him wrestle, he did seem a bit like clunky. I ain't gonna lie, he did seem a bit clunky. It's like, eesh. Yeah, that's the thing. Because I'm kind of, I'm trying to have sort of like a recall because I remember watching him and thinking, yeah, like I did, I did enjoy yeah. his work. But at the same time, you could kind of see like, okay, there's some holes. If I'm fair, mm. that's fair. I'm trying to think whether he was one of those where it's like he, obviously he's a big guy and he's doing the athletic moves, but it's like, he wrestles down to them. That's what he is. He's wrestling down. Yeah, did it look so like, like a bit too contrived for someone his size yeah. trying to do too much almost and not in, you know, it's not looking quite right. I'm I'm not saying that's 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 my thinking, like my instinct there. I mean it's mm. about years now. What was it? About over ten years ago when he was gosh, yeah, 2010, 2011. Yeah. 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 About ten years ago when he was sort of involved. Mm. And obviously he came from WWE before. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I'd have to, I'd have to go back and watch them. So I haven't seen him for years, but I do remember thinking like, I do like him. But you, yeah, you wonder if there's something just missing that he's he's not yet got. Mm. And then obviously yeah. he just kind of faded away, didn't he? Because yeah. well, for a long time he felt like he was one of their big projects. Like he's going to be one of yeah. the main guys. Mm. Well, he is a mayor in Florida, now, isn't he? Oh, is he? He's he's a mayor for one of the counties. Mm. Counties. Yeah, like counties, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. But it's like when you see him, he looks like, okay, yeah, I'm done wrestling now. He's, he's got that look, I'm done, I'm finished. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, obviously it was him. But yeah, I, you know what? I don't know why I even mentioned it, but it's just like when I, when I saw about Scott Stanhill, I just thought Matt Morgan. I thought I actually liked him back in the day and thought he was pretty decent. Yeah. But I mean, but then again, it's like, well, it is what it is. Mm. But yeah, uh, Survivor Series is here. So. Boy. Yes, we're we're on to we're on to the present day. Yeah. We've had a little reminisce of years gone by. Mm. Now we're here, ready for ready for you to rip into. Oh yes, let me stars of today. Let's let let's kick off with. Uh, so I'm, I'm just going through the matches that we've got because predictions time as well. Mm-hmm. We got Team Raw, which is mm-hmm. Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, and Austin Theory. Mm-hmm. Just been added mm. versus Team SmackDown, Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King Woods, Happy Corbin, and to be announced. So they're gonna to me, up. it sounds to me like obviously Raw Team Raw is obviously better, mm. but again, if I'm just going on just the wrestlers alone, yeah, I'll say Raw, but I feel like SmackDown will win. Obviously, it's to be confirmed. It's like, well, mm. and not a bad way. Who's this Austin Theory guy? This camera guy, mm, Selfie. Is he is he? Apologize, I'm an old man. <laughs> Kava, <laughs> selfie. <laughs> Sorry. No, uh, Kava, selfie. What is is he any good? Again, I've seen his work. It's like he's decent enough, but mm. you know. Yeah. Can you can you imagine him at uh, the main event of WrestleMania going into face Roman Reigns for the WWE title, the Universal title, with your selfie gimmick? Not uh, well, not as, as JR as, mm. as, as I say, as JR would say, can you imagine yourself with Stone Cold main event of WrestleMania? 
not not no. as it stands right now, but then you would have said that. Would you have imagined the ringmaster at WrestleMania? Or? No, but I'm saying no. not so much Stone Cold. But I'm saying the gimmick of the ringmaster. No, the gimmick. No, but, that, no. but that's what I mean. Like, yeah, we know if something could just click. Click at the moment. If you were to stick him in WrestleMania, no, I, I don't think he should be in the main event at WrestleMania. But mm. you never know what's gonna you know gonna take off or how you're gonna perceive him in the future. It's not out of the question that he could be a. I mean, but, I think mean, you don't see it right now. Yeah. But can you imagine him basically doing that long walk down the, the ramp mm. and everyone's got their phone out doing selfie? It could be. I mean, it's it's, it's a it's a modern thing, isn't mm. it? The selfie. It's a popular. Not for me. <laughs> you don't yeah, I'm, I'm an old man as I say that I'm, I'm, I'm an old so it's like yeah you haven't got any selfies what are you telling me no I take photos I take photographs like a normal human being does of other people yeah no, you got no photos of you no myself no no would you would you do no, you, I, stop, you stop someone in the street saying you take a picture I do I do I still do that I still do that I still do that <laughs> they run off with your phone in this day and age <laughs> I, I still hold on to the old. I still hold on to the old ways. The old ways still they still work, innit? But like you said, maybe I should start doing a bit more selfies. But it just looks silly. It's like, hey, teeth out, smiling like like you're, like you're an idiot. So like, okay, fair enough. But you know, I've seen people like in West End walk around with with the selfie sticks and that mm. selfie sticks. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, play again, each their own. But um, hmm. again, Seth's there. So again, I'm again, I don't, I don't like the group anyway because Seth's there. But uh. I, I'm going to SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm going to go Raw, but you, you might be right. Yeah, I, mean, I think the only real strong other Kevin Owens is is back in the spotlight, isn't he? With uh, yeah, but he, with he, he's, he's, he's he's insignificant when you think about it. No, I know, but yeah, and, and Bobby Lashley is like being being rebuilt. So there's two strong candidates on Team Raw, and obviously Seth. They love yeah. Seth, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could, it could be uh, on SmackDown. You got Drew. Mm. Obviously, King Woods is doing well from South. So it's yeah, I'd, I'd say either either team. I mean, they don't really have much consequence in terms of the brand, so it could go either way. Doesn't SmackDown tend to win most of the time though? That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, yeah, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time for Raw to get one. So I'm going to stick with Raw. You go SmackDown. No, 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 no. Wait, <laughs> didn't Raw? Ba- no, it didn't Raw basically like was it, was it was it five in a row? They got they, they won five, but then I think they won like a pre-show match, which is one, but it, but they didn't count. They didn't count it. Remember that was the last show of the year before. I can't remember. I just I I got a feeling that typically SmackDown. I know NXT will. No, Raw, 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 Raw is a lot. I know that Raw that, that lot. year that they did all three brands, then NXT won both, didn't they? The men's and the women's. Yeah. Yeah. Raw versus like Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. I think I'm I might be wrong, but there's some reason I, I feel like SmackDown tends to win them more than Raw does. Uh, well, yeah, well, I, think I think they, they won the one uh with a couple years ago. Blake, when Triple H was on team. Yeah, yeah I remember that. that yeah. Strowman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's going back quite a few years now. Yeah. You know what? Funny enough, you're talking about Strowman. I don't know why, but I think Strowman's gonna be the guy on SmackDown. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why. Could be the thing. <laughs> It's not exciting to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not exciting. It's like, well, you was on Raw, you didn't do anything. I mean, mm. you, you had that woman, you had, say that woman there, forgive me. You had, let's <laughs> basically take your spot anyway. I mean, now she's gone. Now what? Mm. Okay, you come back, but then what, you're the fiend. But then, again, if you're really not going to invest in this character, then I don't see the point. 
You're, you're building this up like it's going to be a big deal that the t- as the Tibby announced. <laughs> just going to be someone regular from the roster. It probably will be. It probably will be. You'll be, you'll be you know up like I mean? Strowman or Fiend. Yeah, well, not a bad way. Personally, I would love Strowman to go AEW just, just mm. to piss on the fans because he's completely against what they want. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I got Smackdown. All right, I'll go Raw. And then we got the so we got the female team Raw versus Team SmackDown. The team Raw is Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, and Carmella and Queen Zelina. That's Team SmackDown: Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, Natalia, and to be announced. They got to be announced. Oh, who cares? No, no, you know what? I'm sorry, people, but you know what it is. Like I said to you, I do like women's matches, but sometimes it's like, oh, please, man. It's like there's nothing different. Again. These are not ugly. Again, they're not ugly-looking ugly women. But again, we don't watch women for that, of course. No, we watch them for the wrestling. The wrestling's good, but I'm like, yeah, I, I just don't really care. Sometimes it goes again. Sometimes I care. Sometimes I don't. But mm. I'm, I'm going to go with um, Team Raw. Yeah, Team Raw. Yeah, I'm sticking with Team Raw for this one as well. Yeah. Go Team Raw. So then, well, since, since you're, you're probably going to go ranting on this one as well, then it's the next one. Yep. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair, champion versus champion. Personally, I'd love Charlotte to win just to kick her in her teeth, break break her Irish nose again. She's Irish, i got to say it. You know, break her nose again, break her teeth again. Say, look, you take you, your your so-called man's man, take your kid and go home, man. I mean, obviously, they had a situation with the belt on SmackDown. Whether it's, if it was real, if it was a work, well, you, you know, it's a good work. Without Charlotte, like look, just go AEW, go make a million plus AEW, go be the you know go be their women's champion, go and do what you're doing, go be your husband to be, go be your dad. I mean, you know they, they took Ric Flair off the um the opening. You see that? You notice? Did they? Yeah, they took him off it. You know, is it then now forever? Like, that that yeah. stupid thing. Yeah. He's not there anymore. Huh. Yeah, he's off. I mean, it's like he's he's in the, the alumni page, but then you have to really look to find him. You can't. Mm. I mean, you can't really find him, which is yeah. stupid. Because not in a bad way, if I'm with a company, I'm with a company. Again, if, if I don't want to be there, you, you know, you, I, I don't think a person's legacy should, should be completely just gone. Like, okay, it's like, they never existed. And it's like, you know, I, I always get the scenario to say, okay, let's say, for example, Hulk Hogan did what Benoit did. How in the world do you erase all, you know, all that history that he did? Well, the virtue, be very difficult. To be fair, you don't hear much about Hogan because of, of what he did, so... Well, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I know, but I mean, it's not... Only, only when WrestleMania comes around, you might get a little. But it's not. It's not like they make a big, big fuss nowadays of the early WrestleManias or, or Hogan's history. Well, I you, you can almost forget. No, I know. But I mean, in, in, from a television perspective and stuff like that, it's like you can almost, like, say someone from this generation now literally just start getting into WWE. They wouldn't have a clue what Hulk Hogan's all about. Unless, that's what annoys me, though. Unless that's someone they know is filling them in. Yeah. But if they just like, okay, say, say a, a kid like hears about WWE and the parents never were into wrestling or anything like that. Mm. Yeah, and they're not gonna. He he wouldn't know from the from the way the TV is. They're not they're not gonna make a big deal about Hulk Hogan. So you wouldn't know that Hulk Hogan was like yeah, the enemy of wrestling at the time. But he, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. He wouldn't. That's true. It's just like the presentation of it. It's like he's a footnote now. But think of that, Anton. This Hulk Hogan was talking about. This guy was mm. legit. And it's like, yeah, sorry, Hulk Hogan. It's like what? It's I mean, it's, it's, it's a combination of how how it is nowadays. Like you said, the history isn't that knowledge that much, and obviously in what he done. So yeah, that black yeah, of course, name. Of 
yeah, damaged yeah. his reputation and WWE distanced himself and like, you know, and don't forget, they they also kind of distanced themselves from him back in the day because of his, you know, in WCW. Mm. They brought him up, it was to knock him, wasn't it? Yeah, of course. You know, Warrior beat Hogan and stuff like that. It's like, to make a point that our ad guys are better, but Hogan, you know, it's old, mm. you know, what's old, and that's the new generation. It's like, he, they kind of minimised him for, a, for, for quite a few years. Back, yeah. in the, back in the 90s and then obviously they they when he came back in 2002 and it's like the reverence again like yeah what he meant to the WF and built this place that kind of thing mm. and then obviously yeah and then he went went to TNA didn't he so then yeah. they kind of yeah they, they're not going to keep going on about him anyway in, in this day and age as well like history isn't touched on that much it's, it's a foot yeah. Like, yeah 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 so yeah. they need people like me and you around because we, we still appreciate history. We still appreciate it. It is nice when there is a yeah, when there is some sort of acknowledgement of it and yeah, when they when they reference things from the past. Well, they say when WrestleMania comes around, that should be something that's really Hulk Hogan, man. Come on, the guy the guy is WrestleMania when you think about it. Again, I I don't love Shawn Michaels. I like Shawn Michaels, but when I think of Mr. Mr. WrestleMania, I think of Hogan first. Mm. I think of Brett, I think of Austin slash Rock. Even Austin to a point. Pro Savage in there, he deserves a. No, no, no. Of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. Of course. And Taker, Taker Senior. You know what I mean, like when you think of Shawn Michaels, really, what did he really do at WrestleMania? Okay, he had the ladder match, fine. He had a match against Diesel. Um, he, he beat Brett. Didn't didn't wrestle thirteen. Lost to Austin. That was it. Fourteen. All three was it again? Again, I'm, I'm showing my history now. All three Jericho, good match. All four super threat, great match, but again, it, it never existed. All five, was it Kangle? All five? Yeah. yeah. Great match. All six, who was he? He had all six. <laughs> good match again. Yeah, he had a good match with Vince, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but he was already claiming this to WrestleMania, wasn't it, with Kurt Angle? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Going into that, so like before the before the Kurt Angle and the Vince one, I think I think the thing was like, obviously, he was, it was that, come that thing now where it's about the, the great match. Like, he'd had like the WrestleMania 10 ladder match. It was a good match. Yeah, it was. I mean, yeah, he he'd had some really high. I have, I have a high profile. Mainly, it's about like I'm off to WrestleMania because of, like some match quality. Like I'm not had this mm. that match at WrestleMania, but he probably didn't have that many really. No, when I, for, it just, before yeah. Kurt Angle, before the Kurt Angle match, like what maybe the 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 the, the Razor one. The Brett one, one, yeah, the Brett would have been his first one where you'd really say, like, okay, that's like considered a standout. I mean, yeah, yeah, they had, had, had match the Rockers, like that was a good match, the Rock. That was a good one. Which one? The Barbarian Haku. Yeah, I like that one. That was good. I like yeah, that one. You know what? I actually liked the, 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 the Tatanka match. I actually liked it. Going with Sherry in that. Yeah, I think. I mean, it was that. Yeah, wasn't wasn't his Brett, Brett, Brett Yeah, I think. The, I think the Mr. WrestleMania thing as well just played on the fact that it wasn't specifically WrestleMania, but in general, he was this. Uh, like former, you know, like the match quality. I don't think he was former, so and he'd had a few, but really only probably a few at WrestleMania that were really like his absolute best. Some of his best matches were away from WrestleMania. That's what I'm saying. But it's yeah, that was kind of he. Yeah, he was known as the performer. He was the mm. one who kind of made this thing where now people talk about I will give you know, like, the best performance, all that stuff. It's like he changed that because it never used to be about like the quality of your match in in storyline. Mm. Yeah. Whereas it almost became like, oh yeah, like Dolph Ziggler, it's like it ain't about whether he wins or loses, it's about how good he performs in the match. Yeah, it's important about how good your quality yeah. of matches. Like 
I won't win, but I'll be doing loads of like cartwheels and all of these like fancy moves and then get beat. Oh, but, yeah, but I outperformed him. Oh boy. On the moves, we want to win. This is why Cornette hates wrestling today because of stuff mm. like that. That kind of think, like, uh. Yeah, I think that's the thing. And really, that should have been kept off of TV, like, from that perspective. Like, yeah. you take that pride in your work. Because obviously, you had back in the day, Sean, Brett, Steamboat, Perfect. People like mm. that were known, like, quality performers. But yeah. they didn't come on TV and say, yeah, I might lose, but I'm going to give you a good match. That wasn't, that wasn't the, like, the ethos. And where it's now become, like, okay, the best wrestlers are the ones who put on the better moves. Stupid. Not about, like, you know, whether you win or lose. It's like, you... That's how it kind of becomes like, oh, the performance is what's important. And if you, you're the best performer at moves, because Sean did, you yeah. remember that? I, I'm trying to think where I was listening to it recently because it must have been on one of the podcasts. Mm. Like, um, it might have been Bruce Richards or something like that. They were, they were, you know, where Conrad sometimes plays the clips, like yeah. watch along or something like that. They'll play a clip of a promo. It might have been yeah. with Jim Ross, actually. I think it was Jim Ross's one. And they played okay. the. On the on the episode, it was the same episode where Brian Pillman had a gun. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stone Cold. And yeah. on that on that episode, they had a face to face with Sean and Sid because they were going into the '96 Survivor Series. Mm. And then there's that thing where Sean, yeah, Sean said about like um, your performance. Sid said something about I think even Alexander the Great would say that he's the favorite, not just because his size, because of his ability. <laughs> and then Sean Michael's coming and said about. It's your ability that's going to be your downfall. And I think he's trying to say your style of your wrestling. Yeah, that you're not yeah. the type of performer I am. He said, mm. but, yeah, um, you're not in my league. And again, he's talking mm. about the league as in quality of wrestling. And Sid, yeah. he had a brilliant retort for him. He goes, that's right. I'm not in the little league, little man. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> like, yeah, he turned that into the character yeah. stuff. Like, yeah, I'm not in the, I'm not in the little league. Because mm. like Sean's basically saying, like, you're big. You're not a good wrestler. In terms of moves, yeah. that's, that's how it kind of read into it. Was almost like a talking in, in code. Yeah, true. Whereas from a character yeah. perspective, one says like it don't matter what type of moves I do, I'm going to beat your ass. Like I'm this killer. Yeah. That's it. Should be. Turned it. Yeah. And he turned it. Yeah. And like I remember, I was my back then, but I still like said that I actually I I got the references there from my perspective. Mm. What they're, what they're trying to get across. But even then, I still like the way Sid handled that. It's like it shouldn't be. Mm. Obviously, I li- I like Shawn Michaels. was my favorite because of the way he wrestled. Yeah. You know, like I did like his wrestling, but also because when when I first became a big like Matt, I'd always like Shawn Michaels like in the rocks. Mm. And when he went to singles, I became like a big Shawn Michaels fan, and he was like my favorite mm. wrestler. But I didn't think he was the best wrestler in the sense of the top guy. You know, like I thought like okay, in the because obviously I, yeah, like you you kind of at that age like I was what, was about eleven. Mm. I'm still buying into like kind of the kayfabe of what you're watching. You kind of know it's not. You, you hear all the stuff about like wrestling's not legitimate or mm. legitimate contest, but you, you know, you still don't know how it from the kayfabe perspective. I certainly thought that Sid Justice was would kick Shawn Michaels' ass and beat him, yeah. him squash him. But Shawn, I like mm. Shawn Michaels wrestling, he was my favorite, yeah. he was one of my favorites as well. But it's like, I definitely thought, like, if you were saying to me, like, if, if we were doing the predictions now. Yeah. I'll be saying, yeah, Sid's gonna beat Shawn Michaels easy. Like, that's no question. I, it's not even a, an option. Shawn Michaels isn't gonna be able to beat Sid in '92. Mm. You know, the Sid Justice that fought Hulk Hogan and then on the same yeah. card, like Shawn Michaels is fighting Elmer. Because you had that separation of levels. Yeah. But by <laughs> 90, 95, 96, kind of turned. Mm. 
but yeah that's that's kind of nowadays that, that's the thing now i think john michael's made everybody think i just want to perform well and i don't yeah, like, and, and i should win because i perform better than anybody so you should book book us to win and then, mm. then when you lose a lot that's where it's kind of i feel like a lot of it's evolved to now it is more about showing the moves and you lose the the sense of a competition like it's actually feels like a fight mm. because people know <clears> i just need to get as many moves in as possible and do good moves yeah yeah and don't need to as that fear it just looks you know obviously we talked about it many times just looks too open sometimes like you're yeah, yeah. You're, you watch i think it was something like the street profits i was watching this week on raw and like when oh, they break, when break up in yeah and then that's it like now your arms go down waiting for the guy to chuck you out or whatever it's like yeah yeah look you do your move and now you're just waiting to be exposed of and it's like you're not mm. putting any any appearance that you're actually still competing you're still trying to fight it's like what's up what's mm. up to your defense like why have you now why's your arms now dropped ready to told you. Knock out because yeah, they know that's, the that's how i'm supposed to yeah like i do my bit and now mm. i'm just waiting for, for you to do your bit and then you do his bit and etc mm. etc but yeah that's a rant for another day maybe maybe i'll do a buying job yeah you see i think, I think you should be. you should <laughs> so so where we go with becky lynch and charlotte Flair? who, who are you back yeah i want charlotte to win and kick becky's teeth down her throat and take a kid and chuck her away but do you think she will no, 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 she'll, 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 she'll win. She'll lose. No, she'll lose. So who's, who's your, who's your prediction? Becky Lynch. Okay, same. Yeah, Becky Lynch. Shame though, but you know, is, is no, I, think, I think Charles good. I think Charles good. So, yeah. They're both good. Yeah, uh, it could go either way, but yeah, I, I'm going to go with Becky Lynch. Mm. Cool. Next one, you have got the WWE Champion versus the Universal Champion, Big E versus Roman Reigns. Well, man, I'm actually, I'm actually gonna go out of, out of the box and pick Big E. Why? No, it's Roman always wins. <laughs> I know, yeah, it's, it's, you know we figure he will, but on this occasion, he's John Cena. He's John Cena, basically. He's Hulk Hogan. Yeah, Hogan always wins. You can, you can afford to lose here because it's it's not can he? Well, yeah, because it won't it won't interrupt his reign. You actually you know what? I kind of want Big E to win. You know why? So they can do a, they can do a unification and do for the undisputed title at WrestleMania. Big E versus Roman Reigns. Yeah, I don't think they'll go that route. I, and, and the thing is, I, don't, yeah. I won't be upset if Roman wins. And I like the fact yeah. that he's so dominant. But I, can, yeah, I don't know. I can see that it's one good guy. Roman probably will yeah. win. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> out the box and say Big E will pull off this one. Didn't he beat Drew McIntyre last year? He did. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's saying? the thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, he can't. He's, he's Hulk Hogan. He's Hulk Hogan, basically. <laughs> he is. It's been good though. I mean, it's good to have someone so dumb. No, I like it. I like it. And it would be it would mean a lot for Big E to be in. So obviously you don't need to take his title. Mm. But you can actually, you know, that elevates him even more if he actually beats Roman mm. Reigns. So that's the yeah, that is the top guy at the moment. True. So that just yeah, you know, that would just smoke. But yeah, I'm not I'm not certain it'll happen. And this is probably be where you make your point back. Mm. If I happen to do well, this would be where I like, just fluff this one. <laughs> should, have, should have gone safe pick, but I'm gonna go. I'm going to go for Big E. Mm. And then we've got Tag Team Champions versus Tag Team Champions. RK Bro versus the Usos. Usos. See, these guys, what, these guys can't lose, aren't they? They can't lose Randy Orton and, and uh, Chris Riddle. Uh, Matt, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle can afford to lose. And it, it, again, it, it won't affect them. But if the Usos lose, I take it from, from the terms in terms of story mode. Of course. Blah, 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 blah. Mode. 
in terms of the story between Roman Reigns and that, obviously it won't look good if obviously Roman's winning, but then they're losing and yeah. Mm. I don't know. I would like RK Bro to win, but I know that the Usos are going to win, so I go to the Usos. Yeah, I'm going to go with Usos. Yeah. 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 <laughs> No, it's, it's weird. It's like one of those matches. I actually don't care. It's like, eh, I don't care. To me, like I said, I still have this kind of, you know, mindset of Heart Foundation, Demolition, um, Arn and Tully. Mm. Yeah, I still kind of have that kind of mindset of tag team. And when I look at it now, you have like RK Bros, like a makeshift tag team. You know, it's like, yeah, you have the Usos who are a tag team. But again, I never liked them anyway. Mm. I, you know, I, I, was never, I was never a fan of them. I was never thinking oh, they were great anyway. So, yeah. But, you know, if a tag team is going to win, it better, it's better to be the actual tag team who's been together for, you know, basically all their life. How can a, how can a team who's makeshift be a tag team that's been together basically all their life? In some sense. Hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to go with um, the Usos. Yeah, we'll go on that one then. And then the last one we've got scheduled is Damian Priest, United States champion versus Shinsuke Nakamura, continental champion. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shinsuke loses all, lose all the time. It's like, what's the point? <laughs> I don't see the point. Yeah. What is he now? Is, 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 is he still king? King Shinsuke? No, he gave it up because the King of the Rings is coming up. Oh, yes. I remember now. Sorry. Yeah, he surrendered it. Yeah. It's weird, though, isn't it? That guy. He came in, won the Rumble and everything. Didn't beat AJ. Just like, yeah. Yeah, and then just sort of said, yeah, because it, it beat John Cena and Randy Orton, didn't he, on SmackDown? Yeah. You know, he almost broke John Cena, so we've... Oh, got my gosh, yeah. Almost in <laughs> the exploder. Yeah. He broke his neck. Yeah, he came in and beat him, and he, and he took out Roman at the Rumble to win. Mm. Yep. Rumble, Roman redeemed that. Did you watch the tribute to the two troops match? Look at me mispronouncing all the words. Did you watch <laughs> the tribute to the... I've got your syndrome now. <laughs> yeah. Tribute to the troops match, Roman versus no. Nah, was it oh, good? Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that. I thought that was, uh, it was made me think, I mean, that's one one of the good things as well, like with Roman. Mm. You know, I've said before, like, I don't feel like they should have everyone wrestle every week. They should, yeah. Uh, yeah, especially when they didn't have the competition and they don't really have that competition nowadays. You know, like when no. they had to compete with WCW, so it's like, you have to put your best, all your best stuff out, all the best mm. wrestlers. Obviously, still, you can't put the, you can't go backwards now too far. No. I no. think you could have got enough people on the roster and you can make them feel important. You don't have to have, every single week have Roman Reigns in a match plus Randy Orton in a match and Bobby Lashley. You know, like everyone that's your top guy in a match. Obviously, we've got Brock Lesnar that's occasional. Mm. You've got people like, yeah, we have John Cena back and stuff like that. They would then also, you wouldn't have this, this thing about the part-timers. It wouldn't stand out so much when Goldberg or yeah. someone like Brock's back. If, yeah. But yeah, you, you just pace the other guys a little bit more. They're obviously going to be wrestling more often and yeah. uh, quote unquote on part timers, but they still like Roman doesn't wrestle every single week. No, I know. I know it's that. And that's and that's that's the best way really because now his matches do feel like you know, I actually thought when I heard that he's gonna face Nakamura I thought ah, I actually want to watch that. So mm. I watched the tribute to the troops like match with them mm. too. Like it just a, a Roman match still feels kind of special and that's funny because he's on he's pretty much on the show every week but he doesn't wrestle every week. So it still feels a, somewhat of a big deal when he has a match. Mm. And he's not yeah, running true, through like matches with everybody yet. It's exhausting it. You know, it's like it's a big deal if you defend on SmackDown like he did against Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Bryan Danielson now. And yeah, like those matches he has on, and he had one with Xavier King Woods. 
Oh yeah, like yeah. That. had a couple of like in a row. Nap Rob, it don't feel like oh, it still to me. It still feels like okay, it's worth. Yeah, it's, uh, there's interest in Roman wrestling match. Yeah, I like the way they've done it. I, mean, I, I just I don't see why they don't do it with more of their, their top stars. Even if you're going to have a like have them involved in the weeks, mm. you know, but just not necessarily in a match, just to save it because then when they do wrestle, it feels more important and you look forward to it. it it's like what you said. Maybe it's just reserved for the, the star, the star drama. So it's like, well. But they never did that with him before, even. That's the thing. That's what I mean. Like when it's only now, like in this new character, that they're doing it. Because you think when yeah. he was the top guy before, the top dog, he was, he was wrestling every single week. But you have to remember as well, also, remember the guys, you know, he's in remission for leukemia. Obviously, mm. COVID and everything's still about. Because remember, the numbers are going up, isn't it, in the States? No, but that um, won't make no difference you know. to you. Yeah, he's on the show. Is that, no, he's only like one show, like recently. He had, a, he had a week off, but it's like he's re- he's there. He just doesn't always wrestle, and I think that I'm not. I'm saying it's I'm saying, I'm saying that. No, I'm no, no, yeah, more. I agree. Mm. I'm saying maybe they maybe partly they're using that as well. It's okay, you know, we're having a show about physically wrestling until things kind of ease up and everything. You you know you can kind of pick and choose within, within reason, those with Vince and everything. What mm. exactly you want to do? Maybe, maybe. I, hopefully, not. I mean that's that's me. I just because if, if you notice, hmm. say say I can't. Oh no, if you notice what. No, because I've seen clips basically when the show ends. The first mm. thing he does basically, he puts his mask on and he goes for the crowd. He goes for the crowd and yeah. he fist bumps people, but he's like, um, he fist bumps people and then he takes his gloves off and gives it to them. Mm. So obviously he's still adhered, you know, he's still adhering to the COVID um, yeah. rules of her anyway. So it's like he, he's, he's still, you know, he's doing what he's supposed to do. And part mm. of me think maybe, maybe, maybe that's part of what it is. He's saying, look, I've got a family. I think, yes, I want to wrestle, but at the same time, work with me. And obviously he's a star, so they're going to work with me. Yeah. True, but I think, I think they should do it. With, I mean, that's the thing. I like Big E's wrestling every single week, doesn't he? Yeah, now, yeah. since yeah, since Live to Raw and he's WWE champions, like he's wrestled a match every week. Even does he feel like a star to you? He does, but I, I think that would make it's you weird. If he didn't have yeah. a match, every week. just because it's I, again, it makes you it makes you look forward to the match, hmm. and it makes him feel special. You know, like it used to. It, I say you can't put the genie like back in the bottle and go all the way back to the old days where it's like you would be so excited for a pay-per-view because you've been watching nothing but squash matches for <laughs> weeks yeah. and weeks non-stop yeah. months so it's like that you were so you know you're looking forward to Haku versus somebody you know like it didn't even have to be a big yeah. tugboat mm. in a match you know like you look forward to, to something less significant mm. and obviously if you got Hogan versus somebody big it's like oh that's a yeah it's, it almost felt like a dream match every pay-per-view you're not going to be able to go back to that like and I don't think you should you can mm. find out. I think you can find a middle ground. You've got enough like roster. That's the thing, and you've got quality performance. And they would feel more. You could give more time, then, couldn't you, to people that you say, oh, yeah. they're, they're not being pushed enough or whatever. It's like if, even if you rotate it, like you don't have to make a big deal of it, but just internally, just okay. Like one week, this guy's in a match. Next week, he's not. Yeah, I mean, like, mm. it's, it's, every two weeks, don't yeah. put everybody in a match every single week, non-stop, like mm. throughout the yeah you know, for the whole however long and that's why you end up running for, and that's why you have to do all of these um non-title matches i hate you, you, you know me right i hate these non-title matches i hate it constantly yeah i hate it now it's thing, it? like a like a contender match or something like that they call it they've they mm. labeled it that's like to me if i beat the champion i want his belt if i, I know the champion, I, I, it's at the end of it <laughs> a win here could put him in line for the title <laughs> a win here should really? be the champion yeah <laughs> I don't get it. Like you beat the champion, what is it? Sparring match? It's, it's like it's it's a match. It's a match. If I beat the champion, I'm sure I'm the champion. Yeah. I'm the best. You've never seen it in UFC or boxing, like Tyson Fury versus um because you know that Tyson Fury is gonna face Chisora. You know that. 
Yeah, so, so they're saying, mm. but it's like, let's say Chisora beats him, it'll be dumb to say, okay, Chisora beats him, but okay, the next fight will be for the belt. Like, no, this fight's for the belt. That's how it's supposed to be. Mm. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I think it's, it should be a very, very like rare thing that's almost like, okay, the only way this match can be sanctioned is because it's so like, you know, like it's basically like saying Tyson Fury, like, yeah, I mouth off on YouTube or something like that, and he, he agrees to fight me, literally mm. me. Like I've got no boxing credentials or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. There's no way I, I can get a title match with him, but if I really, really want to fight an exhibition. Why not? How fair is it for me to get a title shot when I haven't even won a boxing match? It's like you're you face not... a champion. Hmm? You face a champion. That's what happens. You face a champion, he puts a belt on the line. I know, but it's like they, they wouldn't in theory that it's it's a laughing stock if you sanction a title match for me. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So like, but he really, really wants to fight me. The idea is okay, we will allow this match to happen. But it's not like, like we're not really sanctioned. It's not under our body of like championship. Mm. That'd be a rare exception because he's basically it's like that is almost like an exhibition. That yeah. that's what a non-title match should be. You know, like it's almost like a within wrestling it should almost be an angle. Yeah, you know, like you know, uh, somebody's out there, the champion saying that yeah, you're not in my league, that kind of thing. It's like, okay, well, you know, prove mm. it then. Like they, and then he beats him, and it's like, okay, now there's some argument. Is this guy actually? Mm. In that league, no, and it shouldn't be used all the time. But you've got people that, you know, like say the street profits who have been tag team champions, they're top level tag team in, in the you know, presentation. If they face the champions, it could be a non title match. Like, why? There is yeah, good, you know, you, you, this is the same match you might put on a pay per view randomly for the title. Mm. Why this week on Raw, it's not for the title? Yeah. Just doesn't, yeah, it doesn't have any logic to it. It's like, I can understand it again. If it's like, you know, somebody, they say, okay, they're not, they're not an established team. They're not a work, you know, they're a lower level team. They're from mm. the, you know, from a certain level. Yeah. So if they're going to face the champions, we can't, we can't sanction this as a title match. Mm. That's, that's a different story. But when you're saying basically you put, so without, sometimes they feel they do the non-title match and sometimes they don't. What's the difference? Why has it been decided this week it's a non-title match? <laughs> I'd say, it just yeah, the logic just doesn't make sense then. It's just become like a lazy, lazy option. Yeah, that. Yeah, non title Yeah, I don't like non-titles. Like, to me, if you beat the champion, the champion. Mm. Yeah, look at look <laughs> at Tyson and Buster Douglas. Oh, yeah, true. On paper, yeah, no one thought Buster Douglas had a chance, but he beat Tyson, he was a champ. He's the, he's the man. True. Mm. Do you love how, like, when we me and you do, like, princess, we always go back to Tyson, like, yeah, he's... I know. <laughs> we, got, we got to get some new material. We need to... Well, for me, he's really bold. Yeah, you, you know did mention Tyson I, Fury. I yeah. I, I, I tell you, really bold. I tell you, Holyfield. I tell you... You need to go... Tyson, no, I'm saying, we're, st we're still in the 80s and 90s era. We need to, <laughs> we need to, we need well, to bring into the present day. I was going to say Larry Holmes, but it's, it's going back even further. Exactly. <laughs> take, take, take it back to Jack Dempsey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. What did I say to you, Let's I just remember something. Mm. Mr. Miro. Miro, yeah. Miro, Miro. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I understand, obviously, that Daniel Bryan, gosh, woof, Brian Danielson, I think he's again, because it's been a while since so I said it. Mm. Brian Danielson, obviously, beat Miro for the number one contendership. Yeah. But you know what? Surprisingly, I actually went Miro to win. I don't know what it was. That's what it was. It's not surprising. You hate Brian Danielson. I don't hate him. Listen, listen to the last two episodes that we did. Go back to when he was in the in the triple threat with Roman Edge. 
Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Danielson, you you almost hate him as much as Seth. Nah, you know what it is for me. I like him, but he seems to put his nose in in, in business that doesn't concern him. Whenever my guys in the match, <laughs> <laughs> if it was Roman versus Daniel Bryan, I wouldn't care. Like, I don't care. The fact that Edge was there, and the thing is, Edge, I told you before, Edge deservingly won his spot. He won the Rumble. So it's like, yeah, give it to him. Mm. Daniel Bryan. Say Brian Danielson had no reason to be there. He, he could have waited to afterwards, but you know it is where it is. But I was quite surprised that, that again he beat Miro. I was like, yeah, okay. And again, mm-hmm. I, I kind of like this this Miro character at the moment. I kind of like it. He yeah. looks like a beast. He actually looks like a beast now. Like he's, he's in proper shape. He yeah. looks like yeah, he, he's he's good. He's supposed to be playing at what this this uh, demigod kind of thing. Yeah, that kind of character. Thing, is it like gods? Yeah, was it something gods? Favorite champion, God's redeem- now yeah. God's favorite champion. I'm the redeemer. I like it. I like mm-hmm. it. So, but now I'm thinking, oh gosh, now that he lost to Daniel Bryan, say, Bryan, you know what? For the sake of this episode, Daniel Bryan, yeah. But for next week, it'll be <laughs> Bryan Danson. The fact that he lost to Daniel Bryan, I'm thinking, oh gosh, here we go. Now, now what are they doing? He lost to uh, Sammy Guevara, which I didn't like anyway. I didn't like that at all. I did not like that. Yeah, at all. I'm not a fan of this. Those two matches, isn't it? I mean, and that's another thing. Like I've noticed, that, like with AEW, again, another plus point for them. I like it. They reference the records, the win loss record. Okay. Make a point of it. So like wins and losses do matter. Mm. Match, yeah, like things. Things. It feels like they. I, I like. You know, I like the way that they have that kind of feel about it. It does feel more authentic. Yeah. You know, like the wrestling, the presentation of it, like we talked about before. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think they do any silly things like with the cameras filming them having private conversations or whatever. Not really. seem to have like, I mean, not really, not really. I don't think they do. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say it's like, you know, we talked about, like, say, for instance, where um, when Batista was going to decide if he's going to face JBL or Triple H at WrestleMania. Oh, that thing, yeah. And you yeah. Ha- and you have a camera filming Ric Flair and Triple H in the locker room talking about how they're how Batista's a dummy and they're gonna yeah, like trick him into facing JBL and you've camera mm-hmm. hands and you see Batista listening outside the door. So yeah, super. Thing. Like there's no there's no legitimate reason for a camera to be filming that and for them to not know they're on camera. True. But with AEW, they do the right thing where it's like say like the CM Punk Eddie Kingston confrontation. It happened mm. so Kingston's just lost the match to Brian Danielson. And he's coming yeah. backstage as he would be. Tim Punk being interviewed by Tony Chiboni backstage. So there's a reason the camera is there. Of course. And he yeah. wanted him to shop. And it comes mm. into them. And they started their feud like that. Yeah. It feels like they do that. They that's one of the things they do. Like the oh, it feels like okay, we're gonna give you a reason to believe why this would happen. Mm. Not just just contrived, you know, it doesn't feel as contrived. I, I respect that. I really, I really think that's a good way of that's how I would like to present my wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, like if I had, yeah, if I had a TV product and stuff like that, I like the way. I've, obviously, it limits you in in some of the things you can do, but mm. I, I think it's better sometimes when you have that, like you know, the limit of because we've talked about it. Like, yeah, once once like the cat's out of the bag. Okay, wrestling is not legit. It's work. Yeah, now be as as fantastical as you want to be. Like we just do illogical stuff just for the because we know it's not real. So let's yeah, just, you know, like like rock. Giving a rock bottom to two people, mm. like how would you have the leverage really to get you know to get these people lifted? But it's like yeah, they, jump, yeah. they jump with it, and it's like it doesn't matter. The main thing is the visual. 
those kind of things. Like and the Canadian yeah. destroyer. Like how we that really like that you could <laughs> lift someone off the ground when you, you're not even got a base. Like you know, you've left your feet. You can't lift somebody with your body like that. Why would that person backflip? But you just you know you could expect that. With that move, I used to always say that basically that the person doing it has to be so strong in their quads and their hamstrings and glutes, but also their hips have to be very strong as well. That they can literally lock your head in and somehow do it. But obviously, does that? But you've got no, you've got no grab. Like you can't. No, of course not. I, I, I know. It, yeah. it makes no sense. It makes yeah, sense. So really, you think, okay. The logic of it, but it looks spectacular. And because we don't have to pretend, we don't have to really believe that it is real. It's like yeah. let's be as spectacular as we can. Let's be as outlandish. Because mm. it's not real. Like that's the thing. It's it's understood that it's not real. So let's just be as creative as we can. Mm. I, I think sometimes that becomes lazy then. That's where you sometimes obviously it can be done really well. Then sometimes mm. it becomes lazy because of that, because I just think yeah, it doesn't matter that people know it, you can see through it. Because question would you, would, you, would, you, would you take the move? No, because I can't backflip. <laughs> can't you? No. I thought you could. No, I'm no, I can't do it. I don't backflip for a minute at all. You can't do moves, sir. No, I've never. I've never practiced it that much, but I've never been able to do. Like, so I don't. Maybe, maybe we should get you practicing so that for our next wrestling show, you can take a Canadian shot, so or possibly do a moves. You want to? You want to? You want to end me right now? <laughs> 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 like, yeah, if I was going to do it, I should be doing it in my twenties or something like that. Well, again, it will be a spectacular thing, isn't it? Nah, you, right. you, you can, can take it. Can take, that's what you're there for, is to take all these these newfangled moves. The athletic My liver, My liver. <laughs> My liver, mate. <laughs> 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 I think it's like, I can do a moose. I can't do a moose. I think. I think. <laughs> 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 it's all about that. The liver. The liver. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. No, you I, can't I can't do a moose. Hit me with a Liver. No. Well, the last person people chose Lee. I love Lee. But damn, I got smashed in the head. But then again, you know, it looked really good. So that was my thing. It looked good. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's good. But Canadian Destroyer wise, I can do a moonsault very easily. But the thing is, I think with the Canadian Destroyer, I think, I don't know. Because I'm doing it from the floor, it feels a bit like, eesh, like I'm going to break my neck. But if I was to listen to it off the top rope, where it's just like you're jumping back and he's somehow able to, to kind of do it, maybe. Mm. But yeah, I'm not I sure. That, I could see that going wrong if I even attempt that. Of course. Yeah, that's, 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 it's, it's not on the it's not on the cards for me. Yeah. I'll, I'll always counter a Canadian destroyer. <laughs> now you know why. <laughs> if you ever <laughs> see a match someone has a Canadian destroyer and it don't work, it's like, yeah, it's Canadian can come back flip. Yeah. Well, technically you're a wrestler, so you should be able to. If, if, if you're <laughs> going to that, chick. That's a gymnastic move. Yeah. What is wrestling? Um, Technically, wrestling today is part of gymnastics, so... Yeah, yeah there's elements. I, I, can, I can do a kip, a nip-up. Yeah. I can do, so I can do a head, like a, I can do a hat, like a spring on, on my head. You know, the, where you so, flip yeah. off your head, but I, yeah, I can't backflip. So, I'll do some gymnasts. I can do a little bit of gymnastics, but not, not a backflip. You know, I'm, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit old in the tooth to start learning backflips. What if you do, like, a rolling nip-up uh, English destroyer, they call it instead? <laughs> so let's say okay, you, now. You, you, how about I do a drop kick it. a nip up drop kick <laughs> yeah that's about as, as, as hard as I get yeah alright people is that part of the show it is now time 
It's gonna pop the shop. Right. So what grinds my gears? As as you know, as you know of me, I always have like two or three different issues and topics to talk about. But I'm gonna talk about one thing, and it's about zero hour contracts. I think it's illegal that people still work for minimum wage, especially living in the capital. Anton knows me already that, you know, I'm a big fan of the North. I love Manchester, Liverpool, et cetera. And obviously I understand that, you know, the standard of living is different in different parts of the country. But there's people, you know, that I've worked with and that I do work with that earn minimum wage. And these people have, you know, wife, have, you know, three or four kids and everything, mortgage, rent, whatever it is. And it's like, really? Obviously, I understand certain companies are trying to be financially astute with their money, of course. But at the same time, people are killing themselves. They're working, what, eight, seven, sometimes even 10-hour shifts and everything for minimum wage. I, I'm not a fan of it. And obviously, they've raised it now, was it to 9.50? Which, what's the word? Anton, when you first started working, what was minimum wage when you first started working? If you remember, three pounds something. I think. How much? I think it was around three pounds something, if I remember, like from. Yeah. From the like. So let's early, say like early two thousand, late nineties. So so let's say late. Might late, be wrong. Late but I think, 90s. Yeah, I'm sure it was around that mark. Okay, so we we'll look at late nineties, early two thousands, like three pounds something. Let's say four pound tops, and then you say what in twenty odd years, it's nine fifty. Sounds good. But then when you think about, you know, the standard of living, travel and everything else, how good really is it? Oh, yeah, the inflation is massive since then. That's, a, that's the thing. A standard sort of salary was, I think, my, my first salary, and it wasn't uh, was about 8000 a year. Mm. You wouldn't live on an 8000 a year salary now. No, no, no way. But, you know, the, you know, the government, you know, say the government, the government, but there's certain jobs are saying basically, well, take it or leave it. Mm. You know, I've seen, I've seen things online where, you, you know, advertisement, Minimum wage. I'm thinking it should be like the, the London living wage or national living wage. Like me personally, I'll make national living wage 10 pounds. Just make it 10 pounds. Mm. But then they'll say, well, you know, people in Manchester or let's say even Sunderland, where the standard living up there is really, really low. Someone who's on 10 pounds an hour in Sunderland live, probably lives like a king when you think about it. But then it's like, well, I hear that. But then you've got to compare it to London, where obviously it's the capital and everything. The standard living in London is ridiculous. There's mm. people out there that's, that's doing what? two or three jobs and still can't make it. How does it make any sense? Yeah, I mean, Anton. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I don't get it. I, 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 no. How can someone, again, I'm, I'm stuttering now because I'm, I'm upset. I'm actually generally upset. How can someone be doing two or three jobs in a week? Sometimes, you know what I mean? Okay, let's say two jobs. Someone's doing two jobs, but yet they can't feed themselves, no. their family and their kids and everything, and they're struggling every month. That's the thing. The system, yeah, the system's broken in that. So I remember, I remember seeing something along the lines of saying, "How could somebody that works like three hours a week or thirty out like need to have like top up their earnings?" It's like mm. because if, you know, the, the cost of renting and stuff like that, and it's like something wrong there. Like mm. you should not need to have any government assistance if you work full time. Yeah, but a lot of times you do. Like you're just not getting paid enough. So yeah, the system is. It's out of whack. Like you gotta have the comparison. You can't have ridiculous like rents and food, like the cost of everything, and then hardly any salary. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Actually, yeah, you're getting all of this stuff sort of taken out of your your earnings, but it's like yeah, the cost of living 
compared to what you get paid. And that's, yeah, it's like you're doing a full-time job. Mm. for full-time hours and it's like you're struggling to get by something's wrong either you need more money from your salary or costs need to come down i agree on a fair balance because yeah you shouldn't be in a position where you, you know, you're struggling to just about pay your pay your bills with that mm. and you think about it, some people are able to, to pay their bills but they've got no money for this month that's what i mean yeah you literally just yeah. like, i managed to do it pay my bills, but I can't, I can't go out like i can't socialize i can't say really save much no. Yeah, I'm literally just getting, yeah, you're going from paycheck to paycheck. That's not, that, yeah. that really, you're not living, you're surviving. Aren't you? Forget that. Mm. And remember, this, like America, it's a land of opportunity. You know, people leave Africa, people leave Asia, people leave uh, Latin countries, Caribbean, to come, to come to England for a better life. And you're coming to England for a better life, but yet somehow, yes, financially, you're better than you was before, but you're struggling so bad. It's like, well, why did, why did I leave? Why, why did I leave where I was before? Unfortunately, the one of the reasons why this is a better like is, is it only if you're on benefits. You don't patient of the of working. Yeah. But if you're on benefits, and that is one one good thing that our yeah, our country does do. Mm. So it's like really you come here, you know, yeah, you've got a security blanket. And unfortunately, they don't make it better off for many people to actually be working. And it should True. be like obviously like the whole point of, of a sort of a benefit system, and it's like it's there, it's not. It's not a negative thing, really. It's a good thing because it's like, you know, yeah, people are struggling to find work or about health issues or whatever. It's like that is there so that people don't go hungry. They don't go about sort of money. Mm. And it should, you know, and again, you should still be able to have social life as well. On mm. top of that, it shouldn't be just, oh, you're just, we're just going to pay your rent and your food. But at the same time, if you work, you should be, yeah, you should be rolling in, in cash. You I agree. Pay your bills, you should pay, pay for everything, and you've got money to spend. That's what you're working for. You're working so you can live, like you can enjoy your work extra. So obviously, you should have enough on benefits, but you should, like the equivalent should be, if you're somebody that works, there's no way your mm. quality of life should be less than less. somebody's on benefits. Yeah, and sometimes it feels that way. As far as you got, you know, you got to pay all your extra bills. You don't get assistance with things. You don't get assistance with your healthcare. Like for no. dentists and stuff, obviously NHS is there. But if you need something on the prescription, you got to pay for your prescription, pay for dental work. Oh gosh, yeah. And that's you got to pay your council tax. Yep. Just, yeah, you don't get help with your energy bills. Nope. It's just yeah, that's me. It's not, and that's not again. So I'm saying it's not a knock on people that, that receive benefit because you know, and other positions mm. receive benefit, and and I think it is. You know, it's there again. It's a safe now. Obviously, we should we should aim to work. And then, as you mm. say, work should justify it. you shouldn't you shouldn't need to be topped up you still you know like you struggle you, your work you'll still struggle to, to cover everything unless you've got a killer mm. yeah you know, killer salary yeah but yeah in general you say our minimum wage it's like it's not really enough to, for the quality of life i think it's shocking and anybody mm. who says to me that oh again obviously in terms of finances yes you're responsible for your money and it's for you basically to put you know invest money save money do you got to do money and everything but I think, you know, last bit before I go, I think there are school systems to teach people about finances. Yes, do your own research. Go out there and look for people like Robert Kiyosaki or uh, Tony Robbins and people like that who are financial gurus and, and who can give advice and teach you how to build your finances. But I think the education system should teach us basically how to be successful. Mm. The, only thing I found, the only thing I found with the education system is basically they teach you how to work for somebody. They don't teach you basically how to build, how to build and to build. They don't basically teach you how to create, multiply, and sustain your finances. It's like, well, go to school, 
go and get a job. That's it. What about my finances? Well, don't worry about it. It's just you, you, you work for somebody, they'll pay you, and you figure out sort of things. Like, how, how is that good? Mm. But then again, you flip it and say, well, your parents should teach you. But then what if your parents don't know about finances? You mean, mm. it's, it's like, never, you mean, again, Vicious. that's why you go out there. Say again? Vicious circle. Yeah, that's why you go out there and study. You go mm. out there and study, you mean. But unfortunately, to get real, to get real uh, information, hard, I'll say hard calculated, hard, but also vital information, you got to pay for it. It ain't cheap. <laughs> it's not cheap. Again, you go to a Tony Robbins seminar, it ain't cheap. And if you want to be part of this team, if it's going to cost you that like 100 pounds, it's about maybe about two or three grand. Who's got mm. two or three grand just sitting there? Nobody. Well, not nobody, but not a lot of people. Mm. You know, I'll say this last statistic before I go. They did a recent statistic about people who have less than 100 pounds in their account. And this was on LBC. So I kind of see LBC quite a lot. And I listened to James O'Brien, and it was stated that there's 23.5 million people in this country have less than 100 pounds in their account. Crazy, isn't it? Mm. 23 million people have less than 100 pounds in their account. And this is a land of opportunity. It's a land where you can make as much money as you want. And, 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 see, I apologize for the same people. And you see people walk around with a thousand pound phone, Anton. Mm. Walk around, you know, they're driving their cars and they can barely afford, afford to, to fill up. Yeah, in, in, in that situation, then you could have hundred pound in your in your account if you didn't spend as much on your phone. And, uh. Also, I'm saying it's like you don't have no money in your account. Mm. Anyway, but then it's like you're buying liabilities, yeah. And, you don't, and it's like, you know, what I mean, yep, yeah. uh, I don't know, it's, it's just, um, it's sad, but it makes me angry sometimes, you know. But people, again, it's me, it's me ranting, but also giving out, I think, you know, good information about Tony Robbins, about Robert Kiyosaki, but also it's about finance as well. You know, I do think it's, you know, it's about teaching. I, I gave my opinion, but also I give facts that's out there as well. Anton, it's been a good show. Been a great show. I look forward to next week. Hopefully, Roman Reigns loses to Biggie, but I doubt he won't. Anyway. <laughs> well, um, you, you better not hope because then you said you're one prediction now. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. In that case, you need, you need to back I'll Roman this week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you need to back him. I hope he wins, man. Yeah, I hope he wins, man. But yeah, as you know, people, we're on Facebook as a business. Gave a Hitman Myers, Mr. Clean Anton Green on Instagram as well. You got a comment? Leave it. If you don't like what I say about Becky Lynch, you can stuff yourself, mate, because again, unless you want to be, you know, the crap under her shoe, then fair enough. But I don't want to be. And it was Anton. People, Mr. Clean, we are out of here. Peace. <laughs>